Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today we have here with us a very special guest. We have Mr. Edward Mannix, who is the author of Impossible Compassion. He's a spiritual teacher and the creator of the Compassion Key. And I am very excited to talk to him today about the work that he is doing to help people erase and eliminate karmic patterns in their life. So welcome to the show today, Edward. Thank you, Melissa. It's wonderful to be here connecting with you and your beautiful community. Thank you so much. Well, we're so delighted to have you here today. Now, I'm really interested when you talk about clearing karmic imprints for people. Um, we were kind of having a little conversation before we jumped on here to record the podcast. And you mentioned that you help people who are experiencing relationship or have experienced problems with relationships and you help them to clear the karmic imprint. What does that mean? And what exactly do you do to help people? Well, great question. Thank you. Um, well, you know, big picture. Well, let me kind of outline a, a framework that I often use and teach, which is really kind of gets the idea of karmic imprints and also helps people understand how by clearing those, those things that our life can, can get better. So, one of the basic frameworks I use is this idea that each and every one of us has our beautiful, fully enlightened soul living outside of time and space. And from over there, it's projecting its pure and perfect light. And that light passes through a lens which refracts the light first into liquid light and then into what we experience as solid. And our soul is just, isn't just projecting us, our physical body into form, our soul is projecting in the totality of our lived experience, you know, where we live, where we work, who we're in a relationship with, what our relationship dynamics are like, our financial situation, our physical health and vitality, and any other, any other aspect of our life. So our, our soul is projecting in the totality of our lived reality. And the challenge is that almost all of us here alive in human bodies have a lens which isn't perfectly clear. So there might be cracks in the lens or smudges in the lens. And that's what I refer to as karmic imprints. So what happens is when the light passes through the lens and there's a crack, it distorts the light. So then what projects onto the landscape of our physical reality isn't the accurate embodiment of our soul's light. It isn't the divine plan for our life. Instead, it's a distortion. It's a karmic distortion. So if our lens is clear, our soul's highest expression shines through. So we have loving, life-giving relationships on all sides. We have vibrant health, financial abundance, abundance of all types, purpose alignment, access to our gifts, all these beautiful things, which is our soul essentially knowing ourself and lived reality. When the light gets distorted, instead of having, you know, projecting in our soul's truth of having those supportive relationships, it might project in, we might have a betrayal imprint on the lens. So it projects in the experience of being betrayed in fact, or experiencing things that we perceive and experience as betrayal. So that's kind of the basic framework that essentially if we can clear out all those karmic imprints, more and more we can live our soul's perfect life here in form. I love that explanation. You made that so vivid and clear, I think, to people because oftentimes when people talk about karma, people get confused. And I think that they misunderstand what karma actually is. Mm -hmm. 
So they how do you work with people to help them? Sure. And let me expand on your, your point about karma and people getting a little bit confused about karma. I actually often refer to it as the, the one hidden cause of our suffering. And it's kind of funny, right? Because everybody kind of knows about karma. They know about, they have this idea of cause and effect, right? But not that many people know a lot about karma. And also um, in my explorations of kind of the spiritual universe for you know more than two decades, it, it seems to me there's actually not a lot of tools and techniques out there that help us clear our karma, right? So there's, there's all sorts of great energy healing modalities. There's all sorts of great work, like working with conscious intentions or subconscious patterns and limiting beliefs. And all of these things are useful, but there's kind of this missing puzzle piece for a lot of people, which is, you know, they kind of know karma exists, so they know some basics about it, but, but none of the work they're doing is really addressing that layer. So that's part of what leads to this experience that, you know, maybe you've had, I know I've had, a lot of people can relate to, which is where we kind of get the partial breakthrough or we can get breakthroughs in certain parts of our life, but there's those one or two areas that are just stuck. They don't cooperate no matter what we do, either in our spiritual life or with energy work or with our tangible actions in reality, for some reason, that part of our life just won't shapeshift for us. Those patterns keep playing out again and again. Patterns, i.e. karmic patterns, keep playing, playing out and we're just trapped in, in those you know, difficult experiences, which can be you know, mildly painful or very painful. We can be experiencing physical suffering or a great deal of emotional suffering. Um, because essentially we don't really know what to do about karma. We don't know how to clear our karmic imprints. We're trapped in these karmic cages, so to speak. Um, curious, do you have any comments on that before I uh, answer your question, which is about kind of how I work with people? Uh, I think that you bring up a good point. I think a lot of people, they try to do all of the healing work on themselves and they might find that they only get so far. And it's interesting that you bring up the karma that that's, we need to clear that before we can really get totally and completely past where we, we get stuck in a certain spot. We all tend to get stuck. So I find that really interesting. So how exactly do you work with people then? Well, the, the main tool I work with is something I call the compassion key, which is based on self-directed compassion. So it's a specific way that we can give compassion to ourselves. By the way, I noticed on your website, you have, um, a course on self-love. Mm -hmm. And so one of the many beneficial side effects of working with the compassion key is that just through repetition and the cumulative benefit is, you know, that we're more and more loving all parts of ourselves. because specifically what we're doing is we're giving compassion to those wounded parts of ourselves inside that are suffering related to things that are going on in our, our life today. So in any case, we work with self-directed compassion, giving our wounded, uh, wounded parts, wounded aspects of ourselves, um, compassion in a specific way. And simultaneously, we're getting that emotional feel, healing. We're able to heal and reintegrate those wounded parts. And also at the same time, we're clearing those karmic imprints off the lens, which correspond to those experiences, right? So let's say if we had a traumatic experience around something when we were a child, right? Then we have a wounded inner child. That part of ourself is traumatized. It's it's kind of trapped in, in separation. It's, it's separated from our self and our wholeness. And corresponding to that trauma then is a karmic imprint on the lens. So we're simultaneously healing that trauma, healing and reintegrating the wounded part and clearing those imprints. So we get kind of like double or triple benefit, right? We're, we're getting more into our wholeness. Um, you know, we've, we've healed that experience. And then our, our reality can shape shift 
because now our soul's light can shine through clearly into that part of our life where it hasn't before. So instead of that betrayal imprint shining through and people betraying us, now we have the loving life-giving relationships on all sides shining through and people are showing up differently. And I'm sure you've experienced this in, in the work that you do where sometimes it can be pretty dramatic, right? Where you could be in a relationship dynamic with someone for a decade and literally it's like shape-shifting, like a light switch. And that person just shows up entirely differently out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. I've experienced it myself, yeah. my clients, people in my programs. Um, and so that's kind of the way I conceptualize that or envision that is it's just that crack is gone. And so now we're drawing forth from people things that are an accurate embodiment of an accurate reflection of our soul's true light instead of drawing forth you know, versions of them that are distorted. It's not only good for us, it's, it's good for them, right? People don't like it that we're drawing out their worst aspects or their distorted selves, right? So the more we can heal and integrate ourselves, the more we can clear those imprints, it's good for us and it's also good for people in our orbit so that they can shape shift more into their true shape, how they would rather be showing up as well. Yeah, I really, really like that you do that and that you do that work with people because I often say that sometimes when we have our soulmates, we tend to be like mirrors that draw out, you know, and reflect back the worst parts exactly. of ourselves sometimes. So yeah. it's interesting that you put it that there's a crack in the lens and that by healing that and fixing that within ourselves, getting rid of the, the karmic um, imprint within ourselves, that it's actually also kind of healing the other person as well in a way. And I, mm -hmm. I totally agree with you that I, I can see why it would heal someone else too. And mm -hmm. I think that that's awesome. I always tell people when you heal yourself, you're not really just healing yourself. You're healing those around you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In relationships, so many people are connected from their wounding instead of their light or most people are some kind of, there's a mixture, right? What, yeah. what portion are we connecting from light and what are we connecting um, from wounding? And like you're saying, when we heal, heal, heal ourselves, what I found is, is either in some cases it can spontaneously heal the other or in other cases, what it can do is if we think of it like two puzzle pieces fitting together, like these mirroring reflections. So like the wounds are hooked into each other and and we're neither one of us is in our true shape, let's say. So if we heal ourselves and change our shape, what that does is now the two puzzle pieces disconnect. So our, we're not holding them in their false shape anymore either. So sometimes they also spontaneously shape shift with us, right? So that's like us healing ourselves and it heals them. Mm -hmm. Other times it just creates more space around them that allows them to do the process that their soul wants to do so that they can shape shift. So we're not part of like a negative reinforcing pattern where we're reinforcing their, you know, pathology or where they're out of shape, right? We heal ourselves and it either shape shifts them or makes more space for them to go through their own process. It's um, really wonderful and miraculous, really. That's a really great example for people to understand how that actually works. And I think it's interesting because so many of us tend to have trauma bonds with people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as you said, it's it. like we're connecting because of the dark part of us and not with the light. Um, and I'm sure that you probably see that a lot when you work with people. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So 
if someone wanted to work with you and let's say that they had always experienced traumatic relationships in their lives so maybe they had a toxic relationship with parents that mm. then they grew up and it, it turned into toxic relationships with uh, spouses or with partners. Mm -hmm. How exactly, what is the process? What does that look like for you to help them? Sure. Well, the, the way it works and, um, you know, if it feels in the flow, we could do a little bit here together on behalf of everyone listening. Um, but essentially there's, two core processes to the compassion key. So the, what I often refer to as the figure eight or the infinity process, um, the way that works is what we do is, let's just say there's a relationship dynamic in our lives today that's really got us triggered or it's really alive and active, right? So I would just guide that person through tuning into that feeling, right? Where is it in the body or where's the tension or um, what are the emotions or is there a taste in your mouth or if you close your eyes or there shapes or colors, just whatever is associated with that. And we want to tune into that as much as possible. And then we, we just trace back. We're looking for the earliest, most intense experience of that feeling. And it might be in a situation that appears totally unrelated to what's happening in our lives today. So we just trace back and we're, we're always able to find something before the age of 16 and very often we're kind of going into early childhood or sometimes, you know, uh, before when we think we'd have memories as an infant or in the womb, um, sometimes past lives, et cetera. So we're just looking for the earliest, most intense experience. When we find that, we pull that part out of ourselves. So if something happened when we were three years old, for example, we pull the three-year-old and we set them across from us and we picture drawing a figure eight on the floor, on the bed, the couch, wherever we are. So we're sitting in one side and then that wounded aspect, that, that part that's been traumatized and had a difficult experience is over on the other side. Then we essentially get into a mind-to-mind -mind dialogue and we ask, how are you feeling? And we get answers. It's not a visualization technique per se. We are actually connecting with that aspect of our consciousness. With our eyes closed, you know, we'll feel that consciousness over there, kind of like if there's someone in the room that you can feel their presence, yes. right? So we're really connecting with this aspect of our consciousness and they tell us, you know, I'm scared or it's cold or I feel alone or, or whatever they're saying. And then we just picture sending warm, loving heart energy across the figure eight to them. And we say phrases that begin with the words, I'm so sorry. So that's essentially the compassion key mantra. And we just mirror back whatever they told us. I'm so sorry you're sad. I'm so sorry you're alone. I'm so sorry you're cold, right? I'm so sorry, fill in the blank. And we do that and then we ask them again, how are you feeling now? And then we get the next layer. Oh, well this happened or I feel this way. And one thing important to keep in mind is we're not explaining things to the younger self. We're not saying, oh, you misunderstood the situation. It wasn't really that bad, right? We're just giving them compassion for their subjective experience. And we do this, you know, three or four or five times, these kind of rounds of compassion, let's say. And by the end, we would expect to either see a happy, smiling child um, or maybe a child that looks a little tired because they've been processing and working through some things, but we kind of have a felt sense. We know that, that they've had the shift. And then we give them a hug or have them sit on our lap, whatever feels right, and they dissolve back into us. So now we've reintegrated the formerly wounded aspect, now the healed aspect back inside. So that's kind of the full version of the process. We're not going to do that here today, but we could do what I refer to as the shortcut technique, 
where what we do with that is instead of pulling the wounded part out and having the mind-to-mind dialogue, we just focus our attention on our heart center and solar plexus. And we say the, the compassion phrases, we're just pouring the compassion inward like liquid love, trusting that it's gonna reach whatever wounded parts inside need those specific configurations or doses of compassion, let's say. Does that make sense or what are your yeah, thoughts? About? Yeah, it totally does. I love that exercise. And I would love for you to do the short and not as intense version with us if you feel so inclined to do that. Sure. Um, yeah, so I know we've been kind of focusing on relationship themes and, um, and we could do some clearing about some of the things we've been talking about. So um, let me explain one or two things before we actually go into the process. When we, even in the shortcut technique, we're focusing on our heart center solar plexus, we use the word you, not I. So we would still say, I'm so sorry, you're sad. Because in the long form, right, it's this wounded part sitting over there and it's them and we're, we're the adult or we're in the shoes of our highest self, giving them compassion. So a lot of people have questions about this. So I just wanna clarify this up front. So even while we're sending it inward, we're still saying you because we're essentially addressing whatever wounded parts inside. So let's move into some clearing on some of these relationship themes we've been talking about. So I invite everyone who wants to follow along just to take a nice full breath, focus on your heart center and solar plexus and say these words out loud after me. So sorry they hurt you. I'm so sorry they treated you the wrong way. I'm so sorry after you gave them everything, they did that to you. I'm so sorry you're angry. I'm so sorry you can't force them to love you the right way. So sorry you can't force them to show up the way you know they can. I'm so sorry they're injured and not capable of loving you the way you deserve to be loved. I'm so sorry you never get all of the love you deserve. I'm so sorry, life isn't fair. I'm so sorry, no matter what you do, nothing changes. I'm so sorry, you can change the person, get into new relationships, but the patterns remain the same. So sorry you're frustrated. So sorry you feel hopeless. So sorry you're not sure this part of your life is ever gonna work out for you. I'm so sorry you're trying to convince yourself you'll be happy anyway, but you know it's a lie.
Okay. Good. So a number of listeners, you might feel, you know, you might have felt some emotions, you might feel some energy or warmth um, in your chest or in some other parts of your anatomy. And so that's, that's an example of the shortcut process. And, you know, that was just kind of stream of consciousness. Um, people can essentially do this on their own, right? Just whatever, whatever comes up today, something unpleasant, right? You can just pause for 30 seconds. And I often refer to the top three layers where you name the situation, you name your feelings and you name your judgments and you give yourself compassion for that. So you can just give yourself compassion for literally what's just happened that's making you upset, then your feelings about it and judgments about it. For example, I'm so sorry life isn't fair. I'm so sorry that person's such a jerk or whatever. Um, so that's how the shortcut technique works. And um, curious your thoughts, Melissa. That was amazing. Um, I could feel a lot of emotion when you were saying those things and I could certainly feel it in my heart chakra. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely brought up some things for me. So I'm positive there are people out there listening who are probably also, you may even have gotten overly emotional and started to tear up because sure. I could feel myself being on the verge of that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was amazing. I love that. Well, thank you. I appreciate your vulnerability and authenticity, sharing your own experience there. And um, yeah, sometimes I joke to my wife, the, the two most common experiences people have with me is either crying or falling asleep. Um, so that's like, those are the two main effects I, I have on people. You know, I'll just mention one other thing without going into like a full clearing process here. Like some of the things we were talking about earlier about kind of mirroring each other's wounds, right? You just put the words, I'm so sorry in front of that. I'm so sorry you're mirroring each other's wounds. I'm so sorry you're connected from wounding more than you're connected from light. So that's just naming the situation. And then you just drop down into the feeling like sadness or frustration or anger or, oh, things always go this way, right? Um, you know, just putting the words, I'm so sorry in front. So it's, um, it's a fairly simple process on, on the one hand. On the other hand, there are, are a number of nuances um, I mentioned the top three layers. There's actually like a 12 layer framework where it's, it's really amazing. I discovered this over a period of years, you know, working, you know, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of hours in that long form figure eight process where I started to see that, you know, we ask how they're feeling and send a few doses of compassion, then how they're feeling. And I started to see, well, there's kind of these 12 layers. They don't always present in the same order, but often they're kind of roughly in a certain order. And so it's really cool. You can, um, you know, in 60 seconds, literally, you can go through all 12 layers wow. and get what might be the equivalent of like a 20 or 30 minute, you know, session where you're kind of doing the full exposition, um, but it's abbreviated and it could be really deep, um, really deep, really powerful and lead to shape-shifting in reality. You know, I, I'm thinking of one person right now, um, a woman who went through one of the programs maybe five or six years ago, who she, her autistic son was starting to have like a rage episode, which he would do on a regular basis. And typically these episodes might last about 45 minutes. So she started giving herself compassion, right? She's not giving him compassion. She started giving herself compassion. And within a minute or two, he stopped raging. 
he came over, put his hand down our heart center and like, oh, you know, like a totally different thing that had ever happened in his life and her life just by her giving herself compassion in real time for what's going on with him. I know we're focusing a lot on relationships, but I'll actually just mention this because we're talking about a, a parenting situation right now. I've had many times where parents have come to me and said, oh, could you do some work on my child? And I'm like, well, let me start by working with you <laughs> because you know, this whole thing we're talking about, about the mirroring, it's especially strong in a parent-child relationship. So if we think about like we each create our own reality, right? Yeah. Um, there's, you know, there's a whole other conversation about this. I don't want to get into in detail, but let's just say if we're each like planets with gravitational fields, some of us have more gravity than others. And so in a parent-child relationship, the child has their own karma, but very often the, the parent's reality is dominant. It's like the, the child is in the parent's movie. It's not that the parent's in the child's movie, so to speak, mm -hmm. right? So we can work with the parent and major transformations uh, for children by working with, with the parent, like no need to work with the child at all uh, very often. It's really just the, you, you clear the parent and the child shape shifts. And that's so interesting and makes a lot of sense because I know whenever I was going through a situation with my own child and I was going to energy healers, you know, that were, I was just in a group of healers that we were just helping each other. Mm -hmm. And they said, your kids sense your worry. And that's yeah. why they're acting the way they are because they're, they're feeding off of your energy. Mm -hmm. So it makes total sense that you didn't have to work with the kids at all, that you just worked with the parents. We, I think, inadvertently pass a lot of things on to our children. So that's very interesting. Yeah, it can work at a lot of levels, right? It can work at kind of a mainstream psychology kind of level or genetics for that matter. And then also it can work at, let's just say for lack of better words right now, like your kids are either living in your field of resonance or your field of dissonance and right. Whether, you yeah. know, that makes a big difference for how they're going to yeah. show up. It's like, they're a plant growing in a garden. Is this a toxic garden or a really healthy nourishing garden with, you know, beautiful butterflies and, and mushrooms all around, um, for example. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, it, my mind is blown, but <laughs> You really just was re you were reinforcing something I had already known, but I never really even thought about it that way. So that's just I love that. And so if you have anyone out there listening who you've you're having issues with your children and you're wondering, you know, what to do, think about working on yourself because really mm -hmm. that's the best thing you can do is for your children to have a healthy and happy parent for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for all of the things that you've informed us about today and, and working with us today. Now, if anyone wants to follow you or work with you, how can they do that? Sure. Well, um, I'd like to offer your community access to a free program I've put together and they can go to edwardmanix.com. My last name is spelled M-A-N-N-I-X, edwardmanix.com forward slash Melissa hyphen free. And so if you go there, you can get uh, the free compassion key course, which is, it's not like a teaser course. It's not a one hour webinar. It's not even two or three hours. It's actually an entire course, which arguably should maybe be at least $500 or a thousand dollars in the course. I teach 
in detail. Here's how to do the long form process. Here's the shortcut technique. Here's another application about changing set points and thermostat settings. Um, here's deep specific clearings on money, relationships, other parts of our lives. There's a lot in there. Um, I really, it was actually kind of the hard part was to, to not overwhelm people. I wanted to actually put more in there, but I was showing the course to people and they're saying, well, this is kind of too much, um, but it's still quite a lot. It's a, it's a full course. It's the same number of hours as, as a typical seven week course, like a paid program that I offer. It's the same amount of content, same hours as a typical full course. Um, so you can get that at edwardmanus.com forward slash Melissa hyphen free. And I also have uh, member calls twice a month and the first call is free and then future calls are by donation. Um, and so you'll be invited to those member calls also when you sign up uh, for the free course there. So I think that's the pl best place for people to go and the best way to get started. The intention of this course is really there's enough there that people can start practicing right away and experiencing immediate results. And also then everyone who goes through the course will have a real depth of knowledge so that then when they come on the member calls, they're ready for bigger, faster, just more amazing uh, transformations. So um, that's what I'd like to invite everyone to. Thank you so much. That is awesome. I really appreciate you gifting that to my audience. And I will have a link to that in the show notes for the podcast. So you can go Thanks. and click on that link. That way, if you're driving, you don't have to worry about trying to write anything down. Now you can just go back to it when you're finished listening. So um, this has been really, really informational to me today. I know I've learned a lot about, um, I, I really had never heard of the compassion key, but it's uh, very interesting. I personally am gonna go sign up for your course too, <laughs> because Wonderful. I think that what you're offering is really, really a great value to everyone. You are sending so much love and light out into the world with what you're doing. And so I know I personally really, really appreciate that. And I know that my audience members do too. Um, so what parting words of wisdom might you leave the people who are listening today? Sure. Well, again, thank you for, for having me. It's great to connect with you and your community here and, and really share the, the joy of the Kapashi key and the power of of our own compassion to heal and transform any part of ourselves, heal and transform any part of our lives, which really brings me, I guess, to my parting words of wisdom. Um, I don't have the full quote in front of me. It's from, from my second book, Impossible Compassion, which is all about the compassion key. Uh, but the basic idea is that, that your compassion is the most powerful healing force on the planet. So, um, you know, it's great. I, I've had a lot of good experiences going to energy healers where they're sending me energy or you know, working at different levels. Um, but what I've really found ultimately in my own journey is that the power of my compassion and my ability to heal and transform my wounded parts, clear those Im imprints off the, the lens, um, you know, clear the, the traumas, heal the emotional wounding, um, you know, the power to do that with my own compassion is really, that's what's made the biggest difference in my life. And, and that's what I've seen, you know, over the years with thousands and thousands of people going through my programs, um, you know, we, it's like we have this, this amazing ability for self-healing that lies dormant in, in, a, in a lot of us. We don't really, we don't know the power of our own compassion. We don't have the simple techniques or the instructions like we've been going through today on, on how to apply our self-compassion in a specific way. Um, 
And so, you know, that's really why I'm here with you today. That's why I'm doing this work in the world. I feel like, you know, everyone should have this. Um, it's an innate ability for self-healing and, you know, shape-shifting any and all parts of our life. Um, everyone has it. It's, uh, it's really powerful. And it's really been, you know, such a key to my own joy and celebration in life. And, and I've seen the effect now on, on so many others. Um, it's just really inspiring and motivating. And I just want everyone to, so if people kind of walk away with one idea in their mind, right, it's just the, this idea that their own compassion is the most powerful healing force on the planet. And, uh, you know, I hope we've touched some lives today and that a number of, of you all listening right now will, um, will check out my free course so you can really start to, to learn how to do this and get immediate powerful results in your life. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I highly encourage all of you to go and sign up for this course. Let me tell you something, as someone who also designs courses, we don't just throw things together and throw things against the wall and hope that it sticks. We put our, our heart and our soul and we pour our blood and everything into all of this work that we do because we truly believe in what we do. So uh, the fact that he is giving you all of this for free please take advantage of that. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Melissa. It's been a pleasure. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. The most amazing thing you can do is to refer others to my podcast. I really appreciate those of you who do that. Also, if you want to follow me, you can join me on social media. I go live in my Facebook group Mondays at 630 Central, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer. And you can also purchase a session directly from the website. All of my sessions are done online through Zoom, so you never have to leave the comfort of your own home. I hope, as always, that you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening, and I am sending you so much love and light. I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.